0: My name is Sarah Gonsalves, and welcome back to another edition of the Wellness Academy podcast, where we unravel the interconnectivity of nutrition, physiology, and well being. We are very excited to have our next guest on this podcast. He is a visionary, an entrepreneur, and a mentor a growth advisor for other entrepreneurs and startups globally. He's an investor in various wellness and food businesses, a well-known industry influencer, founder and former CEO and chairman of Manitoba Harvest, and so much more. Please welcome hemp guru, Mike Fata. Mike, we're so pleased to have you on the Wellness Academy podcast.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I love that, uh, love that intro.
0: You founded Manitoba Harvest Hemp Foods almost 25 years ago. Your vision was truly pivotal in transforming the hemp food industry in Canada and honestly globally. How did you come up with that idea, which would have been, you know, very niche in 1995, I believe, right? Uh,
1: Well, we started the business in 1998, but I started um, my health journey in 1995. I used to weigh 300 pounds. I wasn't educated about health. Um, I got interested in health because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and started down a path. My first part of that path was, was a no-fat diet and after learning that the no-fat diet wasn't the healthiest thing uh, and that I needed fat, I learned about essential fatty acids and learned about hemp uh, by reading uh, Dr. Rudolf Rasmus' book, Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill. And I just I always thought hemp was cool uh, when I learned that it was one of the most nutritious seeds and, and nutritious oils. Um, I just got super excited about it and thought that, that things were going to change from the no-fat diet to the right fat diet and and that we could play a big part in that by commercializing hemp.
0: I like that you're uh, you're saying there, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I, I think it's really interesting in how it does pertain to omegas and and hemp, especially just because omegas have such a multitude of different benefits, um, especially with the omega threes. And and I know hemp is loaded with omega three, correct?
1: Yeah, and uh, both omega three and omega six and some of the longer chain fatty acids. And it's just a it's a powerhouse seed that uh, that no one knew before. You know, they, a lot of consumers for years had eaten flax seed and even were eating chia seed and hemp seed and hemp are just um, more delicious, they taste better, and uh, and they offer more essential fatty acids and also a good source of plant-based proteins. And it's come a long way, obviously, from that early idea in, in 98 and when we just started out and kind of everyone laughed at us uh, for, for trying to bring hemp foods to market, but now it's, it's becoming more and more of a staple, especially yeah. in... Canada
0: yeah nobody's nobody's laughing now at hemp that's that's for sure so do you think the hemp industry is where it should be today or where you had sort of envisioned it or do you think there's more work to be done
1: in hemp I think the answer is both in one view it surpassed my expectation you know I, as an entrepreneur I thought uh, first like a million dollars was success and uh, and then I've learned that you know uh, hemp had a, a much bigger opportunity than that the hemp industry in Canada I think is where it should be and and hemp foods are in you know the the household penetration for hemp foods in Canada is over ten percent, and so I, I think that's uh, there's still more room to grow um, in Canada. Um, but in the U.S., it's it's only a couple percent of households have uh, have hemp foods in their fridge or in their pantry, and globally, that's less than one percent. So there's a tremendous opportunity globally still for the hemp food industry. Um, it, 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 but in Canada, I think it's uh, it's a good model now of what's possible in in, uh, in other countries and other markets.
0: Uh, hemp hearts are definitely a staple. In, in my house, so it's good that to know that. Oh, I mean, it's interesting that only 10% um, for me, I thought it would actually be a lot higher and I'm sure it's on its way there. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that. Now you started your business very young and then sold it twice, both for nine figures. Uh, and now you have two mentorship projects. So the org and the Founder to Mentor podcast for the industry. This is such a great achievement for yourself, but also a huge win just because it really, I think, gives yeah. back to the community that you're part of and that we're all part of. But we'd, we'd really like to hear a little bit more about that, both the Fatah Fleshman organization and the Founder to Mentor podcast.
1: Yeah, I've always, um, you know, I built my success by giving back. And so mentorship uh, has always been a, a part of my entrepreneurship journey. To it, it, uh, have over 25 years of nonprofit volunteer work on on boards of, of the leading uh, natural and organic product associations in Canada and, and, and some in the U.S. And so as I uh, after selling the company and exiting from my day job, um, I just doubled down on my mentorship. And uh, I've had over a thousand conversations with uh, with founders over the last two years and and really um, started to understand what their pain points were growing their business and came to life with two projects. Uh, Greg Fleischman and I, who also, Greg, is a, uh, is a natural products industry veteran, um, has grown and sold multiple companies. Uh, it started innocently. As we were talking to founders, they would ask, oh, do you have a, an investment presentation example or... A forecasting template document and and we'd be emailing them uh, out um, and I said why don't we just make it so that it's all self-serve and and basically what we've done is now over a thousand of our tools and forms and templates um, is lives on a website org. it's a free resource for entrepreneurs to go and just grab those forms and, and be able to use them um, which which was missing in Greg and I's businesses when when we grew up uh, we, we had to uh, create some of those things for the founder to mentor podcast uh, um, I have access, probably an unfair advantage of access to a leading uh, founders in our industry that want to give back. And so sharing some of their stories of their personal growth and their professional growth of how they grew their businesses is, is, is just being helpful for a number of entrepreneurs.
0: Great advice. Now, is there anything that you would advise to your younger self when you were first getting started?
1: Um, well, the times have changed. Um, you know, what was for me Uh, Doing trade shows, which I'm a big fan of trade shows. Why? Because um, other like minded people in the industry are there and you can make friends and look for those opportunities to grow, both personally and professionally. Um, Now, because of social media, and I haven't, uh, you know, it's only been the last two years because of the pandemic that I've been on social media um, and and taken to LinkedIn. I think now the opportunity for founders to share uh, their personal brand and grow their personal brand by sharing what what they're passionate about, why they're in the business that they're in and about their business um, and network and, and create community that way. I think it's a tremendous opportunity. Um, and uh, I would encourage anyone listening to, if you're not already on LinkedIn and sharing some of your why of what you're doing and, and about your business, uh, you should. It's, it's, it's a very powerful tool.
0: So you've been very transparent about your health and wellness journey um, and it's incredibly inspiring. I certainly loved reading about it. A lot of respect uh, for the dedication and discipline and perseverance that went into reaching your health goals and you really you accomplished it which is amazing I'd love to hear more about your your health and wellness journey
1: it started out uh, not wanting to feel sick and tired you know at 300 pounds when I was 18 years old and weighed 300 pounds I was just literally sick and tired all the time and it and it sucks when you don't feel good and so it started my health journey started I want to feel good Um, and from there every change that I made in my in my lifestyle everything that I learned about health and I've been studying health now for 25 years years my diet and 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 the nutrition focus and and water and sleep and and exercise and and cleansing and meditation everything that i've learned that i put into practice has just made me feel stronger um smarter faster and uh, and so um i continue on that journey i'm a, I'm a big believer in continuous improvement uh, I don't think there's a there's there's an end destiny. I think we can all continue to grow and get better, um, and and I want that for everybody else. And I see that some people struggle, maybe where I was in the past, or they just you know they don't feel like they have the energy that they want to. And and uh, and so you know, um, sharing as examples of how positive change um, and, and some of those uh, learnings is not only continuing to help me, but it's uh, it's also helping the broader community.
0: I'm uh, I feel like a big part of it is that education piece that people are perhaps missing in that health and wellness journey. Like once you learn, you know, what omegas can do for you or what good nutrition does for you, or like you were saying, good hydration can do for even just your brain, even that you may feel better. Uh, There's so many other benefits. Uh, I think once you... Once you learn it, um, it's hard to to make the, you know, you don't want to make the wrong choices because you know potentially what pathway it's going to take you down. So um, education is is a key component of that, I think, for everybody, hopefully moving forward. Now, I'm, I'm curious, you know, what do you think should be or would be, you know, the Next innovation in wellness.
1: Yeah, um, it's a great question. I, I um, the trends that I see and I continue to see them: cleaner label. I think we've we've lived in a time that was highly processed foods uh, just had some really funky things, uh, funky ingredients, and they're were, they're were there for shelf life or stabilization or flavors or whatever. I think that the and it's starting with the natural and organic consumer, uh, the health food consumer, they're they're looking for. Uh, cleaner ingredients like um, and I' would say it in a, in a way that even if it's a packaged product uh, made like you'd make it at home um, and so you know that less preservatives um, f- uh, ingredients that you can pronounce um, and that you and so you see that now even like companies that are taking more of a traditional product uh, and cleaning them up and uh, and they're having a tremendous success and a really quick scale like you know a, a healthier version of the pop tart that you remember a, a healthier version <laughs> of <the> cereals and <laughs> Stuff I see that continuing to to trend um, as well as um, um, uh, products that are made around a need state. Um, I think it's been intensified even with uh, with the pandemic here over the last while. But like immune support, uh, sleep uh, products that are that are made for for energy or even for calming. I, I think there's 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 a uh, People are waking up to whether that's supplement or supplemented foods or, you know, just product offerings like that, that they can have an impact on their on their health.
0: Yeah, the the pandemic definitely did, you're right, highlight a lot of those those needs that we needed. I've never seen so many products today include ashwagandha, but there is a reason for that. You know, people are looking and reaching for things that can help them relax and from a natural angle. So that's exciting. I, I think that there's a. There's a, there's a world of, of things we haven't explored yet, which is excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, Mike. Your story and entrepreneurial spirit is inspiring. Our audience will certainly have plenty of takeaways from this episode. And I want to encourage um, our audience to learn more by visiting fadafleshman.org and listening to the Founder to Mentor podcast. So thank you again, Mike.
1: Yeah, and well, thanks again for having me.
0: This wraps up our insightful conversation. Join us on the next episode of the Wellness Academy, where we explore more health and wellness. Please note that the content of the podcast should not be taken as medical, legal or financial advice. If you liked where this was going and want to listen to more, hit subscribe or learn more about the Wellness Academy, access to our white papers, consumer insights and more. Please visit our homepage at discovery.univarsolutions.com and use the search bar on the top left to search for the Wellness Academy or follow us on our LinkedIn page at Univar Solutions Nutraceuticals. Thank you for listening and join us next time.